Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by ShortTrackExclusives.com. I'm your host, Thomas Battis, alongside two other Short Track Guys in the studio, Jim Pokrant, driver of the 07 CantQuitFishing.com Sportsman and 2021 Sportsman Champion here, locally at Five Flag Speedway in Pensacola, Florida, and Ted Baber, Ted Baber Video Productions, also locally in the Short Track World here in the Southeast, and at Five Flag Speedway here in Pensacola, Florida. What's up, guys? It's a good evening. What's up? Yeah, we. Got, I mean, I'm going to run down the list. We're going to touch on some uh, really, really big topics that uh, happened this past weekend. Then we've got a couple of big races coming up this weekend. Uh, one is the season opener at Slinger Super Speedway. Um, we've touched on Slinger, um, you know, with Slinger Nationals last year and, and, and a big uh, opportunity for a driver there to win the Slinger Nationals. They had their season opener up there. We've got the CRA. All-Stars return to Salem Speedway, which is a lot of these bullring tracks that we've talked about that are high bank and they're really, really like short track racing races. Um, then we got Matt Hirschman and Ryan Priest in the Spring Sizzler at Stafford, which you don't want to miss that because that's coming up here later in the episode. We've got a big battle at Eldora that happened last night in the Castro Flow Racing Night in America, number one. And we've got a little bit of news with Kyle Larson making early. And I'm not going to go any further than that. You're going to have to stay tuned to that because we got big money versus young money. But first, we're going to start out with the 07 CantQuitFishing.com Sportsman here coming up on the 13th of May. Jim, what have you got going on in your stable? Well, we went out Saturday and ran some practice. My uh, teammate, Brent Cranford, in the 343 Pure Stock got a deal where there were some people going to go test Saturday, and he wanted me to bring the car out. So we made some laps and uh, were uh, consistent 2020s on old tires, which was faster than we ran in the last practice of the last race. So that's pretty good. Um, I took Ben Cranford's car out and ran some laps, found he had a bind in his steering, so we fixed that. So he should be good to go for this Friday night. And then I let him drive my car, and he, you know, I'm not real good at letting people drive my stuff because i'm just you know I, I don't have a lot of money and he went out there and went to tote in the mail and he come in with the biggest grin he goes man that thing drives good i said it's fast ain't it he goes oh my goodness so uh we're just doing a few little odds and ends um i uh, want to thank um all pools mr rich bonneberger for all his help thank you very much um victor herm at premier window tinting um can't quit fishing of course uh ted um, tech master um emerald coast remodeling and trim my buddy mike davidson for all his help and uh everybody that helps on a car martin will uh ben man without y- you guys i wouldn't know what to do and uh hopefully we'll have a good race on the 13th which is our next show and uh, i might be driving ben cranford's 343 and my car that night if the track will allow me to run both divisions so there's a chance I might get uh, shot at two races. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready to get back on the racetrack. Yeah, that's uh, that's good news. And that's the um, Alan Turner Prolate model race number one with the Sportsman and Pure Stock as well, right? Yep, yep. Alan Turner ought to be a good show. Uh, y'all Very ought to come good. out. I'm, I'm telling you, support your local short track. I want to get that in early because I'm I'm – you know, people sit there and can watch it at home, but it's nowhere near as exciting when you're sitting in those grandstands and you, a little chunk of rubber bounces off the side of your head or, you know, <laughs> yeah. you get something landing, your bugs in your beer. You know, you just, you just enjoy it better when you're out there smelling the fuel. And, and, uh, and one thing too, we're having a meet the drivers night coming up. So I invite all the fans to come out and say hello to us. 
Yeah, Ted, you're going to be out there too with your video equipment. Absolutely. It's going to be a good one. I can't wait to watch this one. <laughs> well, it'll be a little bit more active participation than just watching it, but it's almost like being there. Well, I mean, I mean, even before that, with the April 29th, Modified the Mayhem, we're going to get into that a little bit later, but that's with the Outlaws and uh, the Pro Trucks and Pure Stocks as well. Uh, you're going to be out there, too, and uh, we've talked about Modifieds as the Ground Pounders, and yep. these Modifieds aren't quite the Ground Pounders we've been talking about with the Tour Type and then the Tour Modifieds and then the Whalen Modified Series, which there is a big, big race we're going to come out and cover here in just a few minutes, but the Modifieds of Mayhem... Uh, with Augie Grill and and some of these guys that are coming from all over the, I mean, as far as from Texas to come and just haul over here. Still a uh, great show. It's going to be a great, great show. So if you can get your tickets uh, Friday, April 29th, uh, the Modifieds of Mayhem with the Outlaws, uh, the Pro Trucks and the Pure Stocks, man, um, just grab a seat, grab a hot dog, grab a soda, and bring your kids and enjoy some short track racing. Yep, it's going to be a good show. It always is. Yeah, and well, we're gonna we're gonna get looking forward to that, and I'm sure next episode uh, Wednesday night we're gonna get uh, ready for that Alan Turner Pro Late Model Race for your Sportsman Race, uh, which would be the second of the year, and hopefully uh, you got a little better show and a little bit uh, better results than than what you had in the first race. But we're gonna we're gonna top off with that season opener at Slinger. Um, we talked about Slinger in, in a few episodes ago. Uh, at Slinger Super Speedway, man, I'm telling you what, it was the Elite 8 Super Late Model Series, Luke Penhouse, and we've mentioned him before, Luke Penhouse, uh, won the Slinger Nationals last year uh, with a chance to win the SRX ride, which he did, and uh, put on a good show. Luke Penhouse with Casey Johnson battled it out with Ty Majeski, Derek Krause. Uh, you know, Derek Krause is actually 10th in the Camping World Truck Series standings right now with Gabe Summers in 5th. We got some notables with Alex Prunty, uh, Dalton Zier, uh, Justin Mondike, John DeAngelis, which we've mentioned quite a bit. Austin Nason, Jeff Storm, and Dennis Prunty were three in the back that did not finish, but they were three of the names that we have talked about in the family of super late models on the short track side of it. And man, I'm telling you, this, this is just one of three that are coming up that we've got to talk about. Great show as always. I mean, it's you, 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 like I've said before, the Slinger Nationals, that racetrack is, they say it's like, uh, fighter pilots, uh, going around in a, a gymnasium. So it's always a great show. And, uh, I've heard that, uh, this year, the Slinger Nationals, that, uh, Matt Kenseth was putting his late model together to come run. That'll be interesting. That, to watch. That'll be, that'll be it because he's won it before. Yep. I mean, Bubba Pollard went out there, and I think he's won it, but that's that's going to be interesting to see him out there. And speaking of Bubba, he entered the uh, North-South race in Nashville, so he's going to be doing that too. And while I'm thinking about it, get out and vote for him in Nashville to be in the next XRS race in Nashville because he's already in the one in Pensacola. Yeah. It's a fan vote for Nashville, so vote Bubba Pollard if you would. Yeah, that photo in the uh, SRX uniform, uh, his, his fire suit has gone kind of viral too. So he, pretty sharp. he looked pretty good in that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a pretty confident photo that I've seen. Yeah, I think he's going to do well. I, I, and I also heard that uh, Bill Elliott has re-signed with yes, SRX, he and he's coming to Pensacola to race. Yeah. So awesome Bill from Dawsonville <laughs> right. is going to be there too. So, I mean, Bobby Labonte, Michael Waltrip, 
Bill Elliott. I mean, the, the names that are going to be at that race, it's going to be worth every nickel to get in that joint. Yeah, I yeah. promise you. And the big one in Nashville there is Bill Elliott and Chase. I think they both signed up. They're going to be running in Nashville in that SRX series too. So that, that'll be something if Bubba can get in there with that fan vote and um, have them – you know, rough it up and, and have Bubba take it up with Nashville because he's, he's familiar with that track, too. Oh, yeah. yeah well, yeah. and that, that'd be two other drivers from Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> so we got uh, that going on. And this is this is pretty, pretty incredible with the CRA. All-Stars return to Salem. And Salem is another one of those slinger, Winchester. High yeah, high bank, you know, steep, fast bull rings. And how about that Casey Roderick? Oh, my gosh. How awesome <laughs> is that? Casey Roderick sweeps the weekend in the CRA Super Series and the Jegs CRA All-Star Series. That's a um, right there. <laughs> and and listen to these people, listen to these drivers that are in here. The Super Series with Casey Roderick, Cody Coughlin, Dalton Armstrong, Jordan Riddick, Tommy St. John, and Eddie Van Meter was a notable finish sixth. I mean, but those are just, that's the CRA Super Series. And then Casey Roderick over Dakota Stroop, Cole Williams, Cody Coughlin, and Trey Craig. I mean, wow. those those guys, man, they're uh, you've been on by all stars, and Casey Roderick takes the weekend on both of those events. Yep, two driving for two different teams too, and not not driving his own car. Correct. And uh, the supercar he drove was number twenty six. Ooh, yeah, that's a and, and it had a funky and a funky shape like Bubba's number. I thought, hmm. huh, I wonder if they copied that from Mister Ro- uh, Mister Pollard. But I, that's congratulations, Casey Roderick. We've seen him race time and time in Pensacola oh, yeah. and championships. And you oh, he won the track. And you know what was cool about that? Him and Bubba Pollard are the only two drivers that have won the Super Series, and the Blizzard Series, and actually came to our banquet. Right. Casey showed up in a suit and a tie. Yep. I'm like, wow. And Bubba showed up when he won. So that's, I mean, you know, you, you want guys to show up at your awards banquet. And, you know, lots of times these guys don't care. They don't show up, and that's ridiculous. You should be there for your, accept your award. And I, I'm glad he did it because Casey Roderick is a class act. Very much so. Yeah, and two totally different cars, too. So, I mean, you got supers and pros, and he's, you know, he's sweeping the weekend with those lineup. Dude, he's bad to the bone. What yeah, can you say? Bad. I mean, I mean, the, the night that Bubba won coming from 17th, who was he following through the field? Until <laughs> he broke. Yeah. Casey Roderick cut a tire down. He was. He said, that's what he said. I was just following Casey for a while. Because yeah, Casey was making the holes and Bubba was filling them. That's <laughs> right. When they're, they're following through, following through. That's what your spotter kept saying. But he did it. I mean, that was great. That's, and, and Casey does it smooth, too. He doesn't rough people up and, you know, beat them out of the way and things like that. He, he gets there like he should. But, yeah, but, I think he's one of those grassroots guys gets in the garage and knows how, you know, what things, does. how things happen, how they put together. And then knows, you know, if you tear it up, you've got to pay for it. And well, that, it's not one of those guys that's got all the money in the world no. just going, just kind of drive and then get out and do it again. Yeah, which is why you take care of your equipment, which he well, does that, very well. Oh, yeah. And that right. 25 car is his car. The one he drives yes. here, that he belongs, <laughs> owns that car. Right. I've seen him lift people off the ground, but I mean, who doesn't? I mean, you get jacked up, you're going to jack the guy up back and right. I mean, Kind of like Bubba did Jackson Boone, you know, hey, just let him know. I know what you did. Don't do it again because next time you're going to be in that fence. I actually think that was a big leap for him to get out of that because he he had run for Ronnie Sanders a lot and then got out of it and, you know, started his own team. Right. Yeah. And put his own own system together with his own car. And he's had – he. I think, was it a year ago or two years, he won like Nashville or the big – the 400? He did. All American 400, I think right, he yeah. won, yep. and it was his first big win on his own system. 
<laughs> that that was huge. that was huge, yeah. and that you talk about confidence builder. Okay, it's got to. I mean, it's got to the, make you feel good about your stuff. Yeah. Besides Derek Thorne, the the, the two fastest regular late model drivers at Five Flag Speedway are Bubba Pollard and Casey Roderick, oh. without a doubt, because those two guys can come from the back and win on any given night. Oh. You know, you you. Thorne's in there, but he's a derby guy, mainly. He don't come over. He's come over and won that one, run that one race. But, I mean, as far as a regular season deal, Casey yeah. Roderick and Bubba Pollard are the two best at Five Flag Speedway. Yeah, consistent campaigners in this area. That's not, right. And not just here, but other tracks, too, as well. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, win, win anywhere you go, just about, or be a <laughs> contender. Right. Yeah, well, congratulations to first Luke Fenhouse uh, at Slinger. Uh, Casey Roderick sweeping the weekend in the CRA All-Star Series. Uh, Super Series and the All-Star Tour. Um, but this next one, Matt Hirschman and Ryan Priest in the Spring Sizzler at Stafford. Um, and this had a lot on the line. And, you know, we <laughs> we can talk about the Open Tour modified Spring Sizzler at Stafford with Matt Hirschman, Ryan Priest, Ronnie Silk, Ronnie Williams, Jimmy Blewett. And we've got some notables of Doug Kobe finishing, which... We know a little bit about Doug Kobe in the SRX series at Stafford last year. But guess what? Matt Hirschman outdoes Ryan Priest to win the seat at Stafford with the SRX series. So congrats to Matt Hirschman. And those are the ground pounders we've been talking about. Oh, dude, Stafford, that's and, that's old school. Yeah, that's kind of a flat track, too. It doesn't have a whole lot of bank into it. So <laughs> you got to really take care of your stuff to get around that place and be set up right to get from one end to the other. They they run up there. Uh, I got a friend that owns some street stocks they yep. rent. Yep. Uh, and uh, Gary Spinato, I think is how you pronounce his last yep. name. And he sent me a T-shirt, good people. But I'm telling you that that those cars around that place are awesome to watch. I would that's something else I'd love to see. And bucket list. No, yeah, but you're, you're yeah, but you're talking about somebody like Hirschman who's been in a modified for a long time. Uh, Ryan Priest who's moved up to the upper echelon. He's back now for a little while, but he'll be he'll be moving back eventually. Yeah. But the dude is bad to the bone, and to beat him, yeah, it's yeah. it is basically you know the Spring Sizzler has been the big modified opener for since the 60s right probably right. the 50s right you know stafford's been there a long long time and uh that's just really cool because that's that's one of those races that's historic yes. the spring sizzler is like the race right you know, and and hirschman uh you know with his interview when he got out of the car he was really really cordial really really respectful about ryan priest because they had raced uh a lot together uh, before Ryan Priest, you know, is actually in, a, in the Cup Series. But when they do get together, he said it was really, really clean racing. And it was probably one of the, the best times that he had running with Ryan Priest and had, had you know, a, a chance to win it. And he did. And now he's got the SRX ride like Doug Kobe did last year at Stafford. So, man, my hat's off to all those guys that put on the show Uh Kudos to Matt Hirschman, and of course he's got a pedigree too. We we talked about that since we got started about pedigree, youth, and experience. Yep. I mean, Matt Hirschman just hey, no telling what can happen at Stafford in the SRX series now. Right. Yep. Very good. I mean that that everybody in that modified division has lineage, or the car has lineage. Yes. I mean Jimmy Blewett drives the number three car, and I forget what they call it, old blue, and the, even the cars have are famous you know the, the teams are famous because yeah. they raced back when they were coops yeah lineage will be another 
yeah. word that we can put on. You know, yeah, we got a dumpster I, list. We got lineage. We got youth experience. <laughs> we I got mean, pedigree. It's, all I, I, of it. I, I, you can rent. Believe it or not, you can go to Stafford and rent one of those ground pounder modifieds. They actually have a a driving class where you can drive one of them. I think that would be. Just to oh, wow. sit that low to the ground and that much power and just, just go-kart with 800 horsepower. Oh, my man. Lord. And tennis yeah, that would be fun. A go-kart with 800 horsepower. Yeah. More like a go-kart on steroids with 800 horsepower. 800, more like 900. Yeah. But that's crazy. But yeah, that's cool. I mean, congratulations to him. That's that's cool. Well, I mean, that that's a season opener at Slinger, the CRA All-Star Series at Salem. Matt Hirschman, Ryan Priest battling it out at the Spring Sizzler at Stafford. Uh, the the big one that we have that follows up that is the battle at Eldora with the Castrol Flow Racing Night in America, number one, which happened last night, which was Tuesday. And believe it or not... Mr. Kyle Larson, young money, <laughs> with his sixth different vehicle winning the feature. No, I can't. I can't, yeah. can't fathom that. Yeah, that's that, hard. That, that's over, hard to over, no, get this: over Jonathan Davenport, Brandon Overton, Brandon Shepard, and Superman? Ricky Thornton Jr. <laughs> the sixth different vehicle he has won a feature race at Eldora. <laughs> It, it, the, the kid's a wheel man. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he. No matter what he drives, it's that's. I mean, you you can't you can't give him any more credit than he already has. The dude is he's a, he's a cup champion. Yep. He has uh, wins in sprint cars. I mean, what can you say about the guy other than he's a he, he needs to, his nickname needs to be Superman because <laughs> uh, or, or call him sliced bread because he yeah. he can do anything in any kind of car. And he's a family man. And yes. he, yeah, he's a family man. Yep. He's not a single guy. He's got yep. a wife. He's got children. He's he's growing a family, and he's running midweek races for money on different tracks and different facets <laughs> and different cars. And then he's got to focus on the weekend. There's no telling what oh what how that, far he can go. He could uh, be a seven time Cup champion if he wanted to be in there that long. But you know the one thing about it is he went through the controversy that he went through, and Rick Hendrick believed in him enough. And said, "Okay, I'll sign you. I'll sponsor you. You show me something." And the kid did. Good Lord, has he ever? Oh, I mean, my his God. first yeah. year back, he's what Cup champion? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he went, he won ten races. Yes, that's unheard of in today's in today's uh, thing. And he wins in everything he drives. He still yeah. gets in climbing out of his Cup car the next night, being a sprint car, winning, climbing a dirt late model, and beat Jonathan Davenport, one of the best in the business. Yeah. And I, I, I saw earlier today, uh, one of the interviews after, after his victory, uh, Flow Racing came in there and had the interview and he's so humble about it. You know, yeah. he's so down to earth and he even considers himself. Now, if you happen to watch that video and you can believe me or not, but at the end of the video, they were talking about one of the best, blah, blah, blah. And he just kind of put his hands out like it was a level, like I'm just an average driver. <laughs> and the video ended and yeah. I'm, I'm just looking but. at the wall going shaking my head like <laughs> what, what? <laughs> yeah. that's not possible see so, so that's how humble he is and down oh, yeah. to earth he just he just drives a car and he wins and it's just it's like work yeah, yeah. he just goes to work and he does his job and yes. he does it very well exactly <laughs> so. and he makes lots and lots of money yes, yeah he does. he's got the I money mean, he's, he's but you know it, like I said, to see him when when he what happened to him, and then he got in that sprint car and just started winning and winning and winning. <laughs> he said, "I mean, you don't like, me? okay, okay, I'll, I'll go just go over here. I'm going to make a living racing sprint cars." And he did. I mean, you know, the guy's great, mm-hmm. and I 
And like you said, he's a family man, so he's a good person. He's humble. He's not cocky. No. He should be. I would be. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, I'm the baddest image on the planet. I can get this dirt lay model right here. I, get this <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he would, I be, would that be that way. I would be yeah. funny. That's just I'm just being facetious yeah. when I say that. But, yeah. I mean, you look at guys like Jimmy Johnson. Okay, he was great in a cup car. Sucked in everything else. Well, he sucked in he sucked in a bush car. He sucked in a late model. They were good in cup. This dude can win anything. And I would love for someone hear me out there in the short track world. Put this guy in a late model at the Snowball Derby. Oh, good lord! Bring oh, him down just here. Go home. <laughs> I would love to see what he would do I at would Five like, Flags Speedway. Like see that. Yeah. In a in a super late model at the Snowball Derby. That would be the Tiger Woods showing up when he was in his prime, which Kyle Larson obviously is. Yes. And everybody comes to the Snowball Derby or any late model race with Kyle Larson in the field. We're running for second. Yep. Maybe. You Pretty got, much. You still got Thorne. You still got Pollard. You got everybody else. But to see him, to see how he would stack up on asphalt late models. And I bet if Larson showed up, somebody named Kyle Bush might show up too. To Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. He, he's been kind of a jerk lately, but well, I, I you know, and and to bring up what happened between him and Denny Hamlin real quick, the Denny Hamlin put up a cartoon being funny, and and Kyle Larson laughed about it. And NASCAR got all diversified. That's one reason why we don't support NASCAR because they're woke and it's ridiculous. And that's all I got to say about that. But congratulations, Kyle. You, you're you're one of the best race car drivers on the planet right now. Um, he's even actually discussing a form. I've heard some rumors about someone in Formula One wants him to come over and, and test. Can you imagine Whoa. if he won a Formula One race? <laughs> wow. Or 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 go, go to go to Indy Coda. Car. Car, yeah. yeah. Well, Indy car don't pay nothing. Yeah. But but go to Coda and get him in, in, in a Formula One car when they come over to Circuit of the Americas <laughs> and see what he would do. I mean, you know how cool that would be. I bet he would do good. I don't yeah. think he I don't think he would do bad at all. Yeah, you might look at Jimmy Johnson scratching his head going, What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed to be the one doing that. I, I would love, what would really be funny is, is give Kyle Larson a shot at the Indy 500 and watch him smoke Jimmy Johnson and win the 500. <laughs> How cool would that be, you know? Oh, man. But, I mean, like, that's great. That's that that's the kind of guy that I like because he, it's like, the, he reminds me of the back when the Allisons and Daryl Waltrip and all those guys, they'd race cup, but on Saturday or Sunday, they were somewhere at a local dirt track or an asphalt track racing somewhere because they just want to be behind the wheel. Donnie Allison, all those guys used yeah. to do it. Yeah, that well, that's what their that's what their life was all about. I racing. mean, if you've watched the movies, uh, you know, with all these uh, heroes and in short track racing, from you know, running from the law with bootleggers and you know the whiskeys and moonshines and all that. That's how they learned to manipulate the cars because they're trying to run away from the law. And that they one way to get them away from that. In the trouble is to put him on the short track and see yeah. who's the fastest guy. Well, Junior Johnson was, I mean, the first one that comes to my mind is Junior Johnson. Oh, he, he was, was the best. He driver was the best. He, yeah, he was the best at eluding the law until it ended up catching him. <laughs> but well, they didn't you know. catch him driving. They caught him standing in the stoking of steel, <laughs> and they, he ran out. And he said, if he had a had a cleared the gate instead of running to the fence, he would have uh, he would have got away. But he ran into the fence and got knocked down. They got him. But let me tell you something about Junior Johnson. You know, he never ran a full season. Won the Daytona 500, and, and uh, Bill France came to him one time and told him, "I need you to, I need you to be committed." And he he looked down at the plate and he said, 
he said, I'm not committed. What was the word he used? He said, uh, he's, he's, uh, can't think of it, but he told Bill France, he said, I'm not, I'm not committed. He said, I'm, 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 I'm part of it. I love it, but it's not my main thing. And he, the reason he quit driving is because he won everything he wanted to win. He won the Daytona 500, and he said, I was just bored. He said, I had to do something else, so he started owning cars. But he he was a bad. Yeah, he and, became a pretty good car owner, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He got, uh, I mean, I guess one of your heroes that we hear about all the time, Darrell Walter, drove for Junior Johnson. <laughs> yep. Junior Johnson has five championships. No, six. As won, an owner. Yeah. He won three with Kelly Yarborough. Back to back, by the way, and then he won eighty one and eighty two with Daryl, and then eighty five with Daryl, and eight could have been eighty six if Daryl wasn't leaving. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with throwing you if you didn't know a little segment in our episode. So yeah, well, there yeah. you go, <laughs> a little bit of a and now you know, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a steak to chew on. <laughs> That's dude's, dude's my, uh, my hero, but anyway, yeah. So I mean, those are the past races from this weekend. We've got a couple coming up here. Uh, at Five Flag Speedway here locally in Pensacola, Florida, the Modifieds of Mayhem, uh, they're going to be, you know, not ground pounding, but they're going to be some pounding here going on this weekend. <laughs> Definitely. Good race. It'll be a good show. I mean, especially if uh, our boy in the one one twelve shows up. Mm. I think uh, mm. Augie Grill, Augie I grill. think. Yeah. yeah, the, the Grillmeister. Yeah. The Grillmeister. <laughs> I think I think he'll have something to say about the win and, and uh, a 26 car. I can't think of his name, but... There's a bunch of them, and it ought to be a good show. I got a buddy that's got a modified. They're supposed to be there, and then the 21 car from Texas is going to be there. So it's going to be interesting and a fun race to watch. The Pure Stocks ought to put on a pretty good show. Come out and watch my buddy Ben Cranford in the 343 Cranford Motorsports ride. Yeah, the Outlaws and Pro Trucks will be there as well. And uh, speaking of Outlaws, we're we're trying to arrange um, an interview with one of those drivers that are coming up this weekend. And hopefully we can get him on the line uh, maybe next week, if not following, and kind of catch up on, uh, you know, what uh, what he's got up. And we'll we'll announce that here shortly once we get it out there. Oh, and uh, one other, the Outlaw, my buddy Jerry Bowman in the Bowman uh, Marine Construction, he helps me with my car. Uh, Jerry will be out there racing, so it'll be a, it'll be a good show. The Outlaws always put on a good show. My favorite, one of my favorite classes, actually, and hopefully, end of this year, I might be in one of them for a little while. I, that would be cool if I can run the Derby, maybe in an Outlaw car. Ooh, that'd be sweet. As long as I don't wreck it, because God knows, last year at the Derby, they crashed, like took the green, went down the backstretch, and like killed ten of them. Boom, <laughs> done. Yeah, and that's uh, speaking of the Outlaw race that's uh, on the slate for the Modified the Mayhem on the 29th of April, but. Um, you know, we're going to come to the Alan Turner Pro Late Model Race number one on the 13th of May, which happens to be a Friday. Uh, but, uh, you know, we don't, we don't talk about that really. <laughs> we don't get superstitious, you know, no green cars. No, not cars, at all. No. no, no green cars, no peanuts, no nothing like that. No, we don't believe in any of that. Nope. Right. <laughs> yeah. There are some superstition, um, you know, things going on in the pits and, uh, you don't want to be walking around and, and having a fan with, uh, green M&M peanuts or, you know, or peanuts in the green car and blah, blah, blah. You'll get, but, you'll get escorted out of the pit area, I promise you. <laughs> but I, I had a dude eat peanuts. I uh, did it and I destroyed the car that night. I'm like, he did it to me <laughs> twice. I said, no more of that. Well, yeah. modified the Mayhem and then the Alan Turner Pro Late Model 1. Uh, you know, you got to come out and get your tickets. Five Flags Speedway here locally in Pensacola, Florida. Uh, Saturday night coming up, show me the money per late models, as we're talking about at Montgomery, uh, it's going to be another good show. They're going to be probably back to back because they're going to be in Montgomery and they're going to come to Pensacola. They are now we can, 
do a little segment about probate models and supers because I think people and some people in the stands that come out maybe for the first time that watch probate models and supers, Jim and Ted, tell us the difference between the two. Because if you put a super and a probate model together, they look very similar. They look, they look so exactly the same. So, what exactly is the difference between the two? Horsepower. <laughs> That's really the big difference. They run the same tire. They they're the same suspension, same chassis, same body, same everything. It's mainly the bigger motor. And you you got to have that momentum. Yeah, in a it's it's a prolate. You can run a six oh four crate motor and probably be competitive or a supercar. You're going to spend fifty thousand dollars on a on a you know McGonagall super bad. <laughs> main big motor nasty horsepower and that's that's really the big difference i mean there's some setup changes difference because of the horsepower difference you can't you know you want to be car big horsepower you want to be able to drive off in the corner further less horsepower you want to be able to finesse the car it's got to roll the center it's got to be more free yeah, with, a, with a with a with uh, a uh, prolate needs to be free in the center or a super needs to be tighter in the middle because it's got more horsepower to get off the corner down the straightaway yeah. Right. Well, that's that's the difference between the two. Um, the looks are going to be the same. The bodies look the same. Um, I, I can compare it to other series that you say, well, there's this class and this class, but they look the same. But there are differences between the chassis, the engine, the everything. The setup. The whole, yeah. yeah, the setup. Yeah. Everything's different. But um, that's that's your little history between the Prolate model and the Superlate model uh, from – the 2021 Sportsman Champion here at Five Flag Speedway, locally in Pensacola, Florida. Guys, it's always a pleasure to go over short track racing. Uh, we talk about this every week, and uh, we try to bring up as much as we can and get it out to our listeners. And we do appreciate uh, our support. It is our motivation. And guys, thanks for being here, man. This is this is so fun. It's awesome. Enjoy it every weekend. And uh if you need to get a hold of me, jbp07 at hotmail.com. Give me a, r- a ring. Uh, let me know if there's anything you want to hear or anything you want to do. And uh, anybody wants to try an interview with us, send me a message. We'll talk to you. And we uh, definitely want interviews. <laughs> yes, definitely. If, if you want to, you want to come on the show, please let us know. And also, you know, as we always say before we sign off, let's, let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. All right, guys. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next week, and we appreciate your support. Good night, everybody.